Well, welcome everybody. Welcome back for our afternoon devotional. Thanks to everybody who provided food today and uh, everybody else who provided company today. We are grateful for both of those gifts. It's good to be together. This, because we're not having a Wednesday night uh, service this week, this coming week, this is the last time that Wilshire is going to be assembled together. Uh, and I think uh, Russell said he's picked the last song is doxology. So that'll be the last song we sing in uh, 2019 uh, in just a few minutes. Uh, we are uh, closing out the year 2019. Uh, some people say we're closing out the decade. I know that there's a whole math kerfuffle about which is what's the actual end of the decade. I don't really care. It feels like the end of a decade. It feels like we're moving from the 2010s to the 2020s uh, coming this week. But I noticed this, uh, and you probably, if you're on email at all, you may have noticed this too. I have been getting a lot of emails from people that haven't contacted me at all before this month. Have you been getting those emails? Uh... Charity after charity after charity has suddenly decided there's, I'm somebody they want to talk to. And uh, I've been getting lots and lots of emails. Last chance to give, you know, before the year ends, why don't you consider making a donation? Uh, over and over and over, I'm getting those emails. I, I don't have an accountant, but I've been, somebody has explained to me that if you want to get the tax deduction, there are certain people who are in a a uh, income bracket where that matters. And, uh, and if you want to get a tax deduction, you kind of got to sneak it in before the end of the calendar year uh, in order to get that credited to you. Uh, so maybe this is the time for giving for that reason. Like I said, I'm not in an income bracket where that matters to me very much, so I don't think about it that way. But I will say this, I kind of titled this devotional talk, Giving in the New Year. We've just spent all the last Sunday nights for this month talking about giving. It's kind of the season of giving. Uh, but I don't want this to be the end of that. Uh, 2020, this new year that's coming. I hope it's a year in which God, who has placed his spirit in you, moves you to be a generous person. Jesus assumed that his followers are going to give. Uh, he, in the Sermon on the Mount, we just heard read, he talks about, now when you give, here's how I want you to do it. Well, he doesn't say if you give or if occasionally you decide you want to give. He just says, when you do it, here's how I'd like you to do it. It's assumed that the followers of Jesus are going to be givers. Uh, he actually says uh, that this is part of what you do to make a secure home for yourself. A little bit later in this same chapter, chapter 6, he says, don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I think that is a great thing to be reminded of. No matter how well you're doing financially or how poorly you're doing financially, whatever you've got, you're not going to keep it. 
there are those who say that 2020 will be another recession. There are those who say, no, everything's fine. Just keep doing what you're doing. I don't know. That is not my field. But what I do know is whatever money I've got in this world, whatever possessions I have in this world, I cannot keep those. They are going away. Every human who thinks about it for five minutes knows that truth. And Jesus comments on that. He says, look, if you're concerned about investments, invest in heaven. Put your treasure in heaven. Well, how do you do that? How do I store up treasures in heaven? And it's pretty clear, and we, we can actually go to some scriptures to prove this elsewhere, but it's pretty clear that what Jesus has in mind is this. You give, and you do the other deeds of a disciple. You do the other things of a righteous person. And when you do that, you are showing, I am more concerned about the kingdom of heaven than I am about the kingdom of this world. I am more concerned about what God is going to bring to be than, than what is right now. And I live my life in that truth rather than pretending like this truth is all there is. And so when I give alms or when I give to any other purpose, I am storing up treasure in heaven where it cannot be taken from me, where for however long I live, forever, those treasures will still be there. That's what Jesus is telling us. The Bible says several things. We've studied several things over the course of these uh, last few Sunday nights about giving. Uh, when I give, I need to be cheerful about my giving. When I give, I need to plan my giving. When I give, I need to give, as Jesus says here in Matthew chapter 6, I need to give it for God rather than giving it for uh, human approval. But above all, if I am a follower of Jesus Christ who has given so much for me, then one of the characteristics for 2020 of my life is that I am going to be a giver. So here's what I want to say to all of us this, this coming year. God has placed his spirit in you. He has given you his word inspired by the spirit to teach you. So when you see somebody who's in need uh, and you're feeling that movement to try and help them, recognize that that may be definitely coming from God. When you see somebody who needs not money perhaps, but time from you or compassion from you or a note of encouragement from you, and you feel that uh, urge to help them, notice that that is coming from God. God loves a cheerful giver. And when you give out into the world, you're also storing up treasures uh, in your heavenly home. If you need to respond to the invitation tonight, if you need uh, the blessings of a congregational prayer to help you, or if you're ready to receive baptism, we invite you to come as we stand and as we sing.